0: Hello, you're listening to Sexpertise. I'm your host and favorite sex expert, Erica Rivera. So we left off a couple weeks ago with an episode about cake and cunnilingus day. I gave some tips and tricks on how to perform cunnilingus and it was definitely a very popular episode. A lot of people over the last two weeks have Uh, flooded my inbox about it, and I I think it's been one of the more popular ones thus far. And I will say that my sound engineer did enjoy editing that one much more than the episode on fellatio. So uh, we had a, a nice laugh about that. Now, you're probably wondering what topic I'm covering tonight and that is actually uh national horny day and in correlation to that we're also going to be talking about sexting and sending nudes and all that good stuff so first i want to talk about national horny day that's an actual day it's it was on april 16th and it's just it's just such a silly holiday. Um, I don't know if you've noticed the trend in these episodes. I've been picking a spicy national holiday to start uh, the conversation during most of these episodes. And this one just happened to be the one in April. And it's really silly. It started during uh, the pandemic, during quarantine. And it was, it it kind of went viral on Twitter. And what it means, according to Urban Dictionary, is anyone can ask anyone for any sexual content, uh, like nudes, and or actions. So basically, it's a day where you can ask for these things without judgment. Um, But it's it's funny because there's a bunch of memes online that basically indicate that. Every day is National Horny Day, and it shouldn't be subjected to, to just one day out of the year. So, that's how it started. And, um, yeah, it's it's not as interesting, I guess, as Steak and a Blowjob Day or Cake and Cunnilingus Day. But I still wanted to talk about it, uh, just because it did trend as much as it did now you've got to remember during quarantine everybody was home and lonely and i could understand why it was national horny day pretty much all the time since quarantine started and every year now since it's really it's really a day that funny memes and jokes flood twitter having to do with this humorous day and what it means so What I wanted to do was, because it's all about asking for nudes and spicy content, I wanted to have a discussion about that. Talking about nudes, talking about sexting, especially when it comes to relationships. Does sexting have benefits for your relationship? And honestly, I think it does. If you don't know what sexting is, I'm sure most of you guys know what it is, but I'm going to go ahead and define it for you. It has been defined as sending sexually suggestive, nude or nearly nude photos or videos of yourself. And that definition does include the sending of sexually explicit text-based messages as well. So initially it was considered a deviant behavior and now it's become much more accepted. Uh, especially as something just to do for fun. But there's that question of how does it affect your romantic relationship and could it possibly have benefits? This is a question that has been addressed a few times and there's been studies that have been done as to whether there are emotional and sexual consequences of sexting in different types of relationships. So, during a study, it was found that around 58% of males and females had participated in picture or video sexting with a partner. However, when they examined this in terms of gender and relationship status, they found that males were twice as likely to have sexted with a casual partner than with a committed partner, yet, females were twice as likely to have sexted with a committed partner than with a casual partner. So, researchers speculated on several reasons why the study would have been this way, and you know, with those differences. And gender differences, you know, those may firstly be explained in terms of cost to reputation. Evolutionary psychology suggests that the sex which invests more in children will be more careful in selecting a partner as they potentially have more to risk. Sexting messages convey a level of promiscuity, therefore availability, which is more risky for females compared to males. So I I see how that definitely makes, makes sense. Now, we also have sexting behavior in relation to attachment avoidance or seeking a lower level of contact with a partner. During this same study, there were participants who scored lower in terms of the style of attachment who reported higher levels of emotional and sexual experiences with their partner, greater degrees of sexting comfort, and less worry, regret, and trauma as a consequence of sexting compared to those reporting a higher degree of attachment avoidance." So I just think that sexting messages, it's, it, it's becoming more common. I think, I feel like it's very common and it's important to properly understand the meaning and nature of such messages within both a committed or a casual relationship. I think the significance of sexting as a form of romantic communication is evidenced by the fact that around 75% of young adults claim to have already engaged in it. Um, however, the evidence from the study I was just talking about reported um, you know, it suggests the the benefits of sexting to be very much dependent upon gender and relationship status. So it would be it would be useful to examine examine these effects um, if these same effects hold true for text based sexting messages in addition to sending nude or suggestive pictures. But I thought that that was an interesting study and. I also kind of wanted to jump into like if, if you're going to send nudes, how to do that. I, I, I feel like there aren't a lot of resources out there that talk about how to do it. <laughs> so it used to be like, you know, like I mentioned earlier, it used to be a taboo thing and no one talked about it, but everyone did it, you know? And then when people started realizing that sexting was hot which led to more nudes being sent which led to women getting their nudes leaked on the internet you just it just kept going so now you know now it's it's not as as taboo so i think you know if you want to do that by all means go for it but just make sure to follow some of these some of these rules Um, And and this this particular segment here is more so for for the females that are listening. Number one, check your lighting and your angle. If you are going to send those nudes, you want to make sure you're sending your best self. Take photos from above or straight on. Never, ever take a photo from below looking up. Everyone has a double chin at this angle, whether you like it or not. And I would also suggest trying for natural light instead of a harsh fluorescent light. So um, yeah, I think the fluorescent light, it's just not a good move. So second, keep your face out of it. I cannot emphasize this enough. Make sure to keep your face out of it. Send a selfie all you want. And send nudes all you want, but please, don't send your face in the nude in the same shot. Because if he turns out to be a you-know-what who spreads the picture everywhere, or, you know, if the phone gets into the wrong hands, or whatever other horrible tragedy that can occur, just don't do it. Just don't do it. And if he can't respect that rule, then revert back to the first rule, which is checking your lighting, and kick him to the curb. (laughs) So um, third, uh, this goes along with the second, stay as anonymous as possible. So if your nudes do fall into the wrong hands, you don't want to be identifiable. So to make sure of that, turn off your location settings and remove anything from the background that could be traced back to you in particular. So I think... You know in addition to keeping your face out of the photo you could also make sure to cover up any unique features you have like birthmarks or scars but i understand you know taking the time to do that especially in the moment it's probably annoying but you know at, at least keep your face out of the photo and i think you know turning off the location settings would definitely help and then of course setting your own boundaries Um, Nude doesn't mean that you have to be completely naked. If you want to send him a photo in your bra, then do that. Don't feel like you gotta do more. Do whatever you feel comfortable doing. You're in control of the situation and partially nude photos can actually be way sexier than bearing it all. So trying a sexy pose in your underwear or a cute bathing suit and leaving more to the imagination sometimes gets guys more excited than the alternative. So another thing too, we never talk about the other, like the other party. So make sure they're actually on board with it. Most guys or, you know, whoever you're texting, it doesn't matter the gender, but you know, most would be thrilled to receive a photo of the woman they're into half or completely undressed. However, I've said this on almost every episode, it's still really important to establish consent. Always ask to make sure he's okay with you sending images like that before you proceed. If they reply with enthusiasm, then you've got the green light. If they say no or they sound unsure, respect those boundaries. Sexting can be hot, but there are many other activities that you can engage in if it's not your partner's cup of tea. Um, Also, don't fall prey to manipulation. This one's really important. So before you decide to send any nudes, it's important to think about why you're doing it because if you're feeling sexy and you want to turn the other person on and build that sexual tension, by all means, but if you're sending it because you're being manipulated into sending it, you're being manipulated um, by suggesting... You know that you would do it if you really liked that person, or you should want him or her to look at you instead of other women on the internet. Any comments like that—it's a—it's a serious red flag. So you should never be pushed into doing something you're not a hundred percent on board with doing. Also, uh, something to keep in mind: be prepared for other people to see your goodies. Like it—I'm sorry. Like just—just just be. You be prepared. So, if you have, you know, if you have a damn good body, be prepared that your recipient is going to want to show that off. You know, if you haven't met that person's friends before, just know that the first time you meet them may not be the first time they've seen your bits. So, be prepared for this and be but but also be a good person and don't share the nudes you receive with others without their permission. And um, let's see, what else can I think of? Definitely triple checking the to field. You know, don't accidentally send your nude to your parent or your boss. That is not something that can be undone. And make sure you're not accidentally uploading to your social media. It's easier to do than it sounds. I know it's like you're probably like, okay, Erica, this is a given. Okay, you don't understand. It can happen. So, also, don't be sending your nudes to people you don't know. So, I would say you shouldn't send them to someone you aren't already dating or in a relationship with. But sometimes, you know, we talk to people online these days for a while without even meeting. And if you want to be very close to someone you haven't met in person and you feel comfortable sharing those nudes, that's fine. Only you can be the judge of whether or not you truly know someone well enough for that kind of intimacy. But I wouldn't suggest sending them to brand new guys. You don't know them or their motivations. And it's definitely important to protect yourself. Another very important rule to keep in mind is making sure that they're over the age of consent so again i know it may seem silly to say this but anyone who's under the age of 18 who sends or receives a nude or suggestive image is actually in violation of the prosecute remedies and other tools to end the exploitation of children today which is stands for PROTECT Act of 2003. That, that was kind of a lengthy, lengthy one there, but it's called the Prosecutorial. there we go, Prosecutoral Remedies and Other Tools to End the Exploitation of Children Today PROTECT Act of 2003. This act actually says that, that it's illegal to produce, distribute, receive, or possess with intent to distribute any obscene visual depiction of a minor engaged in sexually explicit conduct. So you could end up in some pretty hot water if the person you're sending your nudes to isn't old enough to even receive them. So please be smart enough to be dating a grown person. And if you're talking to someone online, just make sure that you know they're being honest. Um, another rule is not to send nudes under the influence. As most everything goes, sending them under the influence is probably a bad idea. You're bound to forget everything else that I just said if you're under the influence. All these other little rules and tips... So the next thing you know, your whole body is in, your, is in the picture, your face and everything, and you've sent it to your boss and then accidentally uploaded it to Facebook. Every single thing that I just said not to do will probably happen if you're under the influence. Um, so yeah, not a good idea. And another rule, get collateral. Personally, I, I may have sent to them but I haven't sent one without receiving one first. <laughs> so, even if I don't necessarily care about getting a, getting a dick pic, I will still make him go through the effort to do it for two reasons. One, just because. And two, I want something on him should he want to hold my nude over my head. So, should you listen to my advice? about sending nudes to men, you know, this rule wouldn't really matter. So, and of course, you know, just know that you don't owe anyone anything. Never feel like you have to send someone nudes. No one should ever feel stuck or guilty for not sending nudes. Too many times I think we just go along with stuff because we want people to like us, but the right person isn't going to pressure you and for the right person, you probably will want to send them anyway. It's, it's just all going to be natural. And I think that's that's when you know that it's, it's cool is when it's organic and there's no pressure there. So there's also a lot of alternatives, you know, if, if this isn't for you, that's totally okay. This is not, um, this type of intimacy isn't for everyone. You can still send pictures fully clothed. You can still sext him in the sense that you are sexting rather than sending images. You can invite him over, just see him face to face. You can send pictures in your lingerie, and you can also link him to some other sexy things you've seen online or erotic stories, pictures from Instagram, adult videos. It doesn't matter. There are other ways to form that bond with someone and yeah so i think also we could talk about when men are sending nudes you know so i think the lead up is the most important part when it comes to you know turning the tables so you want to start by exchanging verbal sexts before you get to the visual stuff, and it's typical typical to ask someone to show something of themselves before you offer up your own pics. But if you really want to send before receiving, it can be finessed. So as you can see, when I was giving the rules before, it was you know getting that collateral, but typically. Uh, Typically, men will send first before receiving anyway, and it can be finesse. The key is to ask if they're down to see something. Again, the consent part, you can straight up say something like, you know, I'm so turned on, can I send a pic? Or you can be a little more subtle, like I wish I could show you how hard I am and let them take the next step and ask, just because someone has sent you a photo doesn't mean they're expecting you to send one back. You should still give someone a heads up before you reciprocate, and of course, you never have to. So, everything I'm saying now is for those who identify as male and how to send, you know, nudes if you're if you identify as male. So, it's a, it's it's a little different, you know, how how you approach it. Um, but another thing I want to mention too is, uh, we're going to talk about butts. <laughs> so butts are pretty much universal in their appeal. So don't be afraid to show it off. There have been studies that have shown that women like to see some ass and thighs and men just don't do that enough. So if you feel like you can't get the angle right definitely use a mirror or lie on your stomach, take a photo over your shoulder, you know, but don't be afraid to send pics of less traditionally sexy body parts. Um, There's some women out there that are into chest hair. Um, They might be into, you know, getting pictures of your torso mostly with like just a hint of below the belt. There's also people who you know, they enjoy the classic lifted shirt pick, And there was one, you know, I, I read an article recently where there was a woman who said that the best nude photo she ever received was a guy pulling up his shirt with his teeth, revealing his abs. So it sounds really cliche, but it it just, it works for some people. So you definitely don't have to go full nude and i just went over the potential dangers of nude photos and that does go for men as well you know and i in an ideal world it's not a big deal that someone oh my gosh has a naked body but clearly we don't live in that world so to adjust keep your face out of it keep your face out of it um i did mention earlier you know not to keep any identifying tattoos but I know that that's, that's more time consuming than anything. So, you know, at least keeping your face out of the photo and also, you know, just know that if you want, you can take that precaution. So find your light. It's another, another tip. This is not a full on A24 film production, but please know that lighting is the reason that some people look so good in selfies. So make sure that you have the right lighting, the right angle, you know, and just make sure that bright overhead lights, you know, that don't don't include that. It's probably not your friend. Uh, just like I said with females, aim for either natural or afternoon to evening light, or even a dim bedside table light if you want to go for something a little bit more moody. But a natural light source is typically best. Now as far as your camera position, I feel like guys often take their dick pics top down from their own perspective but that's probably one of the least attractive angles that you can use. I think that your phone should be leveled to your chest or lower and the further away you can have the phone from you, the better. It might sound try hard, but self timers are there for a reason. And what else are you doing with your evenings these days? I'm just saying. <laughs> so, um, also don't take yourself too seriously cause it has the opposite effect. The tone of your pictures doesn't have to be rose petals on the bed or, you know, I take my Tinder pics next to cars. Please don't ever do that. In fact, just be playful and flirtatious rather than serious or domineering. Uh, It can be, at times, it can be more of an appealing approach and you don't really have to be doing specifically sexy stuff. So, you know, just whatever you do, whatever you do, this is the last thing I'm going to say about this, just promise me that you won't take a nude with socks on. Just don't do that. <laughs> That's just, yeah, no. So I hope that this helps. Um, I don't know. This is just what I felt like talking about. It's my podcast and this is what I wanted to talk about. So sexting. I think it's because I haven't gotten a sext in a while. So maybe that's why. But those are some of the rules, some of the tips, some of the, the things that you can use the next time that you are taking a nude for someone, whether you identify as female or male. Hopefully that is helpful. Now, of course, if you want to keep supporting this podcast and you like what you've been listening to lately, please visit patreon.com slash the Erica Rivera. We have a couple different tiers. First one is only $3 a month. You become an official patron and you get included into my patron-only Discord chat community. Second, we have our $9 a month all access pass. And that is with uh, patron only live streams, content contributions, and a sneak peek into new shows and content. So if you pick this tier for just nine bucks, you get to vote on what I talk about next. So you have a say in what topics are on this podcast. You know, I've been saying for a while that I want to bring guests on, um, but I can't do that without the support of the community that's listening. And I wanna be able to get the right equipment and go with video. Um, I I think it'd be great to have a visual for this podcast. And yeah, so this $9 a month tier is, is perfect for that, you know, especially if you want to be included, if you want to make sure that you have a say in what each Um, Each episode is uh, what we're talking about. And then we also have our last but not least, our VIPs. VIPs, it's $25 a month. so You get everything that I mentioned before, but I also send you an 18 plus goodie bag out quarterly. So quarterly, you get a goodie bag with um, adult, it might be an adult toy, it might be some lubes, condoms, um, just some adult goodies. So I can send that out to you on a quarterly basis. And we only have enough room for 24 patrons. So if that's something that you're interested in, please check it out. Patreon.com slash the Erica Rivera. All, literally all the funds from Patreon are specifically for this podcast. It's just all to support sex expertise. Um, and yeah, I guess that's it. So, um, go, go and sext somebody.